Hello and welcome to the Chess Cave podcast where we, you know, talk <laughs> news. It's <laughs> not making me laugh, you bastard. Where we talk basically uh, recent news articles, uh, discuss media, <laughs> uh, review stuff here and there. And, you know, just have a bit of fun along the way. Uh, I'm your host, Frank King Thomas Hughes. I'm my, my co-host, Mr. Zenny F, aka Connor O'Shea. Okay, always fucking ill. Yep, always fucking ill. Uh, because today, you know, we're talking about this stuff that's popped up in the last like few days, or uh, and just what Connor's been up to recently, because he's been playing a certain game that stopped us from live streaming the other day. Hell yeah! I mean, non-stop playing Diablo. Well, I say non-stop. I did sleep for like fourteen hours the other day because I felt so ill. But I've been trying my best. To, but I finished the story. It took like two days of gameplay. Obviously not in game time, but it took quite a while. But really, the story is the best story they've put in by far. Um, but yeah, it's really fucking hard. It's, it's a lot harder and longer than Diablo 3 was. Jesus, man, it takes ages to level up. I've just hit level 54 and I'm, <laughs> I've been playing for like 40 hours or something and they're still like to one level 100. And I'm pretty sure... I think I did I tell you about the event that I was doing. After, if so many people reach level 100 in Harkov, I think it's like the first 100 or 1,000. There's like a statue that's going to like all the Blizzard events. It's going to be etched with like your like name. So like, I think there's four people so far who've done it, let alone the game's been out for like a few fucking days, like seven days now. And there's only four or five people who have actually managed to fucking get it. Because it's, it's really fucking hard. It takes ages. I think the fastest one's done it was like, a four-man group, and I think it was like ninety some hours to reach level one hundred. And solo, solo was like one hundred and ten, and that's someone who's like played the game a fucking lot. So you gotta think like an average player is gonna take fucking like one hundred and seventy easy to get to top level. Yeah. So it's gonna be insane. Also, on the topic of Diablo, I'll get it out of the way. It's also become Blizzard's fastest-selling game of all time, which Diablo three was their one of their biggest selling games of all time, so it's got to be pretty much in like the top like ten of top selling games of all time now, because Diablo three was like really fucking high up. Uh... You're googling the stats if you're if you're correct. Pretty, I, I don't think they've released the numbers for Diablo four yet, but Diablo three sold. Duh, duh, duh. Oh god, where is it? You found it yet? Diablo 2 was 4 million, that's in the top. This is a PC game, so that obviously it's not counting. Oh, 20 yeah. million total copies sold. It's top 4 on PC. It's like right next to like Terraria. Terraria is. Actually, it's on par with Gary's Mod. Gary's Mod sold 20 million. Diablo 3 sold 20 million. So I imagine this one's going to outdo it. It's the fastest selling game at the minute. So, I mean, obviously, it might not mean 20 million straight away, but it's definitely fucking the fastest. That's pretty insane. Anyway, enough Diablo talk. Go on to your stuff. Enough Diablo talk. You've only been talking about 10 minutes. I <laughs> know, oh, but I've been playing it so much, so that's all, that's all I can think about lately is Diablo. So, I'm waiting for someone to break it up. I haven't got no one to talk to, so it's just <laughs> Diablo. Oh, fucking hell. Um, okay, what can I think of then? Uh, let's have a look, shall we? Uh, well, the first reviews for The Flash have come in. Mm-hmm. The first, obviously, the review embargo dropped Wednesday, I think. Today. I think it was like this morning it dropped. Uh, yeah. So obviously the reviews were able to be released. 
And if you go on Rotten Tomatoes score, it's not like no. Obviously, everyone's like really hyped. And obviously, what I'm saying to you is like, is it getting too hyped? Is that going to be its problem? I mean, it's come out. Turn my, my brightness down so you can actually see my fucking phone screen. It's come out to seventy-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So like average. So what I refer say so how I usually refer to. My ratings, the seven I refer to, uh, seven, which is, I ref, like, my, say 77, um, is, I always refer to, like, entertaining. Like, it's good. Mm. It's just not great or amazing. It's, it's it's definitely further above average. It's between above average and, like, amazing. So it's, like, it's it's decent. It's watchable. It's fun. But it's not something that is, like, going to, like, be like, whoa, I need to watch that again straight away, that sort of thing. So that's what I refer to it as. I mean, you know the little the little button I showed you last time there when you click it, it tells you the top critics. Oh, yeah. If you hit the top critics button, it drops to 50%. Like, it drops yeah. mass. It basically does a little mermaid and drops so heavily. Um, That's actually gone down. That was actually, last time I checked, it was actually 73%, I think it was. I think that's actually dropped. Let me just double check. Uh... Well, I double checked it. Yeah, it did. It, it dropped because it was seventy three percent. Because I double checked the other multiverse star movie that's come out in the last year, which is Doctor Strange, which currently holds a seventy four rate uh, rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, so that's how I was checking, like, to see uh, everyone's like opinions on the multiverse sort of ones. And obviously, I was like, okay, so it's it's technically less than uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, okay, Doctor Strange has got more reviews. To be fair, Doctor Strange won't get any probably more reviews. He's got 450 reviews. The Flash got 80 something. So it could give away with this. It could give back up or it could go down even further. Yeah. But I mean, even if you click the top reviews on the Doctor Strange film, it only goes down as far as 59. So it's slightly just below the above average mark. Whereas this is literally like, it's meh if you click the top critics think. But yeah, I I, 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 was, I remember saying to you not long ago, I was like, is it getting too hyped? Is it going to be overhyped to the point that you're watching and be like, I'm pretty certain I said it when we was on a bit, uh, I referenced Avatar, didn't I? Process saying, like, thankfully it wasn't getting too hyped up that when it came out, it was like, actually, this is a pretty decent film. It just wasn't getting yeah. too hyped to the point of, oh, it's going to be amazing. You watch it and go, it's not as amazing as people said it was. This has kind of got to that point where like, every fu- every fucking one's fucking nan or someone's seen this already and there's like, she's like the greatest superhero movie of all time. And. <laughs> Going by the, this uh, scoring, I disagree heavily. I could be wrong. It could come out to audiences and be a fucking hit. You know what I mean? It could come out at like a 90-odd percent for audiences. But if you go off that, if you're calling that the greatest superhero movie of all time, I don't know what you're calling it across the Spider-Verse, because across the Spider-Verse critically holds 96%. Yeah. And a 96% audience. And even if you click, literally, critic, I can't really see see because my, my phone's too bright even if I turn it down uh, both critics, all critics and verified audience for that film have 96% you click the buttons to go top critics and all the audience it literally only drops by one for both so but they're in line with everything critics and audience for a change are mentally in sync on that film but yeah uh, obviously I, I, I was reading obviously the fact that those are going to drop the reviews for Flash I was like okay let's see what they're like and I, I think I, went on, I was on break at work and it popped up I was like oh let's have a look and I clicked it and it was like yeah <laughs> that's a bit lower than I thought it was going to be. Like, I, oh, even shit. if it was overhyped, I was still expecting, like, in the 80 region. I was still expecting it to come out to an 80, like, maybe like an 83 or 84, which I still say is, okay, that's probably where I was expecting it. I know everyone's hyping it, hyping it, but 
that's where I expected. This is actually lower than I thought it'd be. Yeah. Um, but obviously, we'll see how the audience reacts when it comes out next Wednesday. It drops next Wednesday, so the audience score will probably drop. Then again, this goes off American audience. The Rotten Tomatoes does in terms of when it releases the scoring. And I don't think it releases... Is it till Friday in America? I'm going to just double check my fact there. Because so I know we get it early over here. We get it on the Wednesday. Uh, June 16th, so... Maybe that's not my calendar. Can stop clicking contacts on a calendar. <laughs> calendar is where the fuck is oh it's all up there. Um Yeah, so it drops next Friday in America. But for us it drops on Wednesday. We get it like fucking a few days earlier. Mm. Which makes a change. Usually uh it's always in the past been America get it before us, but yeah, okay. I, I do a lot I've noticed a lot with superhero films lately. They've been giving it us first. Making up for the fact they gave Ant Man and Wasp America a good fucking two months before we got it. Literally, that was weird. Two months. Literally, I think it was either two months or a month. I remember Ant Man and Wasp coming out and be like, okay, and we literally didn't drink it until August. I can actually double check that stat, that, that fucking fact right now if I go on IMDb. Ant Man. That's like the longest, like, especially for like a big film like Marvel. That's probably the longest I've known, like, a gap between releasing, obviously. In uh, the UK and US. So, in the US, Ant-Man and Wasp came out... I can't get got it. July the 6th, 2018. It got released fucking most places the earliest July the 4th. And we didn't get it till August the 2nd, so we had to wait an entire month before we even got that movie. And that's a big... That's a Marvel movie. Like I can, I don't mind a few days earlier, like say if they got it a couple of days before us, but a month was ridiculous. Like the dodging of spoilers for a month was bollocks. So obviously that was, I remember back then I was like one I wanted to watch because I remember I'm, I'm being really good and I was like I need to see this one. And I remember for an entire month it's like just try and stay off the internet because spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. But yeah, I I just thought uh, Flash would get at least like an eighty summit off the bat, but that's lower than I fucking thought it was gonna go. Do you think audience score is going to be? Oh, I don't know. Again, my gut feeling is saying the 80s. I'd, I'd say something between 85 and 90, I reckon. Because, I mean, if we take into consideration a one that was slammed recently from uh, DC, which would have been a Shazam, uh, it holds an 86% for audience. And even if you get rid of the verified audience, it only drops to as low as 78, which is still higher than Flash's critic score. So I'd, I'd say, I'd say like, if, if not high 70s, like mid 80s. Uh, I think it'll go slightly above Shazam 2. Do you reckon like we're pushing like, like 90? Push it. I think it'll be, audience score will be slightly above, yeah. So I don't I'm, see being lower. I know people. I mean, with the audience score that Shazam got, and the amount of people I saw slamming the film, you know, what I mean, people thought oh, it's a pointless film, but it still did pretty well. So, so it's a pointless film that flopped to the box office, but did okay audience review wise. I mean, I just the only problem with fucking uh, obviously the Flash is the lead. <laughs> a lot of people don't like him, so. So a lot of people don't like him, do they? It's very, uh, but is that gonna, is that gonna, gonna hinder it heavily? 
that's the thing. I don't know. I mean, a lot of people was calling for it to be cancelled at one point because of it also. So if, uh, depends. People, I mean, some people probably wouldn't go to, to watch it at all because of him. Her, it, I don't know. Yeah. It was class, doesn't it? There. Uh, yeah. Because I'm pretty sure, didn't he? Isn't he? Didn't he class himself as a he? I swear it was. Um, no, I swear every article I read, they refer to it. Let's say, because I, I don't know that. Uh, ooh, ooh. I, saying, I think review wise for audience, I think the lowest it might go is like high 70s. But I think the highest it'll probably push is low 90s. So I, feel, I reckon that. anywhere between right. I reckon anywhere between seventy eight and I'd say ninety three. That's what I reckon anywhere between that. I feel like for us as an audience, that would be a win. Like anywhere between that, because it means you're gonna get a good film. I feel like for DC, it's gonna be for fuck's sake. We hyped it up so much. It would be funny though if it is less than Shazam's score after Shazam flopped so badly. I mean, yeah, the artwork on the Steelbook is pretty nice for Shazam. The dragon. Pretty nice still booking. You also got Helen Mirren on the back. Nice wanky material, that is. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, it would be funny if it like was lower than that. But I reckon I, I do reckon anywhere between seventy eight and ninety three. I could be wrong, it could come out to fucking like no, high nineties and I'd be like, okay, okay. But we'll see. We'll see, won't we? I mean, they dropped the review scores for Transformers a new one. Uh, oh yeah. That comes out for us Thursday, which we're going to watch uh, for like the fucking one fifteen show or something stupid like that. Um, I know it comes out for then, and um, at the moment it's probably about the average for a Transformers film. The critics' rating is so if I get the actual Transformers franchise up on Rotten Tomatoes, for example, so critically. The highest it's gone is 91%, and that was with Bumblebee, which is a movie that was a standalone film far away from the rest, which was bound to get high reviews. Um, the lowest it's gone is 16%. That was the, the last proper Transformers one, the last night, which I agree was quite shit. I wouldn't say that bad. I'd probably be in line more with the audience score, which is 43%, but it was shit. Um, but yeah, this one at the moment... Uh, Currently, it holds a 56% rating. So, yeah, that's bad. Above mediocre, but below average. Just what did below... Dark Side of the Moon get? Dark Side of the Moon? 35. Yeah. Oh my god. The trans- Transformers are not want, on a good run. Transform- do, you want, do, you want to, do you want me to tell you the entire rating system for Transformers from start to finish? Yeah. So, the original Go Transformers on, came out to 57% uh, or uh, critical score uh, with a. Top, if, you, if I click the top critic button, surprisingly, top critics rated it more than all critics put together. Top critics was a 65%. So it's actually a positive reviewed one. But when you mention the critic, the, obviously all the critics in one, it drops to 57. Um, but audience gave it an 85%, which is pretty good. Transformers. I like the first one. The first one's good, yeah. Revenge of the Fallen came out to a 20% critical rating. And top critics a sixteen percent. I don't think it's that bad. I actually like the second one. Uh, audience score fifty seven percent. So audience gave it a bad score. Uh, Dark Side of the Moon came out to thirty five percent all critics, twenty seven percent top critics, and a fifty five percent 
audience score. Uh, Age of Extinction came out to an 18% all critics, 11% top critics. And Age of Extinction one with Mark Wahlberg? The first one with Wahlberg, yeah. Yeah, I really didn't like that either. So and a 50% audience score. I thought it was average to slightly above average. I didn't mind Age of Extinction. It was the point of it was going downhill, but it was at the point of it's eh, passable. Uh, then The Last Night came out to a 16, 16% all critics and a 12% top critics with a 43% audience score. I didn't like that one. That was the one I really didn't like the most. Uh, Bumblebee then came out to 91% all critics, 83% top critics, 74% audience. So this one at the moment, obviously there's no audience score, it's connected to obviously 55, 56, is as high as the franchise goes with the with the title Transformers. Because it, it's just below the original Transformers. Yeah. So, for, for, I feel like for Hasbro... Obviously, yes, I think they'd be going... Uh, uh, Hasbro says Paramount, I think they'd be going, okay, I wish it came out to the Bumblebee scoring, but it's come out to basically where the first Transformers was, and everyone did love the first Transformers, so it's kind of the case of... It, it's better than we could have gone. It could have gone fucking way worse. It could be the last two fucking <laughs> mainstream Transformers, or any of them past the first one, which the highest it went for critics was 35%, anything past the third one, first one. Apart from Bumblebee, if I don't count that. So, I feel like it might come out to a better audience score. I think that one might come out to a decent audience score. Uh, I could be, I, I don't think it'd be a high, high audience score, but I've found lately a lot of times like these big Hollywood blockbusters that have come out with negative scores. Uh, they usually get a, a much better running with the audience, like the general population. So, I reckon that one, this one might... Uh, just like the original Transformers, it might come out to a better word of matter from the audience of it's actually not as bad as people said it was. Mm. Whereas I'm very, it's very surprising that every fucking like the, everyone hates every single Transformers apart from the original and Bumblebee. <laughs> but yeah, the original one is the best one by far. Though. Yeah, original one, it, it's the best one with the Transformers name to it. But I do really like Bumblebee. I thought Bumblebee was a really good standalone film. I didn't watch Bumblebee. I think the last one I watched was Dark Side of Moon, and I was like, "This is this is mediocre." And then obviously I saw that beginning part of the one with Mark Wahlberg, and I was like, "This is fucking dreadful." And I just couldn't watch it. I just turned it off. I was like, "Nope." It it that one's been hit and miss. It's the next one after that. It's just like, what, what the fuck? It's like the camera work, the story, everything about it just is shite. What means they could have such a cool premise, but you always set it on Earth with humans. They could do like, I mean, like Transformers, the actual fucking like animated film we watched most that took place in fucking space well, that's the, like the, way the, the, the opening for Bumblebee takes place in Cybertron no that's why I think I don't know why they don't just it's, like it starts in Cybertron and then obviously heads to Earth following Bumblebee but the whole start of it is literally the battle of Cybertron with the yeah. old classic looking Transformers fighting Um, I mean technically Dark Side of the Moon starts off in space yeah, but then it goes like to Earth again. It's all fucking because t- t- poo poo. And technically, like the last night, there's bits of that that are in like a spaceship flying around. But again, as you say, that one also goes straight to Earth, and just the dodgy ass camera angles and fucking Marco Bay's weird direction of that film just ran it into the ground. 
to the visuals, I even going back to the first one, I still said the visuals are good. They just like sometimes you couldn't fucking tell what was going on in the fight because it's just metal. Yeah, but I still think the visuals are good. I still think I think all of them have got really good special effects. It's just usually the story is what fucks them up. The writing. It's like this one. I know Mark. Obviously, Mark Bass has been involved since the last night. This one is written by. What's Transformers? Transformers. It's written by a couple of people actually. Screenplays. Have a look who did the screenplays. The screenplay is done by someone. I said writer. Writer. He wrote the sc- the screenplay for Army of the Dead, that Las Vegas zombie heist film. He did the screenplay for King Arthur: Legend of the Sword, and he wrote uh, three episodes of that Obi Wan Kenobi series. So not the biggest and best of rap sheets behind the writer credits. I mean, it's some big projects. It's just not. Amazing projects. Projects that like blew everyone away. I think the only one up there that actually did any sort of decent really was the Army of the Dead, but obviously that's just numbers in terms of streaming numbers. Mm. Like, everything else, Obi Wan was panned, King Arthur was panned. Um, but I know this one's directed by. There's a direction. This one is directed by someone who did an episode of the animated Transformers series. And also the last, not the new, new Creed movie, but the last Creed film that starred Stallone. He directed that one. Um, and uh, he also he also directed like one of your favourite person's uh, music videos, Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> oh, yeah, my favourite. <laughs> on the topic of Machine Gun Kelly, because I've seen with Megan Fox, did you see a Diablo advert she did? She was no. like, she's, she's like, oh, I love blood. And there's loads of blood in Diablo. <laughs> it's just so stupid. It's just random actors. They keep getting random like celebrities to do stuff. Like I know they got like a whole song from like um a member of BTS and um is it Halsey or how I don't know you say her name. Yeah. She's fucking <laughs> she's doing like a song for it. it's like the anthem of the game or something. I know I know one of the live action ones was uh, directed by the director of Eternals, the Marvels movie. Yeah, I did see that. As well. She directed one of the, yeah. the live action trailers, and everyone was like, What? <laughs> also, on the topic of films in general, how good is the Goonies, man? <laughs> yeah, I saw you what? I saw you. I was cracking up, man. It's a bit of an obviously, um, the chain him up with uh, the sloth chunk, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> he picks him up and he kisses him, and he's going, <laughs> He's so funny, man. He's like, <laughs> You're making me want to watch it now again. You're gonna watch it again. It's obviously watching it now. Obviously, from when I was a kid, you see little bits that like I never saw before. Like, um, you know, the bit when like obviously all the house and the fucking penis on the statue breaks off, and he's outside by himself because obviously the house got to get knocked down. It looks really sad. There's like leaves falling, and you can clearly tell it's just someone chucking leaves there, <laughs> man. Like next time you next time you watch, you just watch the leaves in one place and like whoosh in one area, and then um obviously the bit towards the end when like the fucking caves falling in. I always thought that was like you know, the dropping rocks in the wall, but sometimes you see just like little CG rocks. Like, phew, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, I didn't notice that when I was younger. It's kind of ruined that bit now, but it's so good. <laughs> and obviously, when Data's talking to the news and he's like, oh, the octopus is the scariest part, it's like, huh? But obviously, if you watch the fucking uncut version, there's a massive fucking octopus yeah, in the water. I was like, but I was like thinking, man, like, no wonder everyone was confused. Everyone just dismisses it straight away, says it, and then they're all talking about other stuff. It's like, the scariest part was walking the plane, because I should have, that was like the easiest part that happened. They were like guns, and they pushed off the fucking tank into water. Come on. 
<laughs> Such a good film. Man. I need to rewatch it. I need to rewatch it. I can't stop thinking about the bit when he <laughs> kisses him and he's feeding the baby boo. He putting his mouth. Oh, that's one like one more bit as well. Oh. Right at the end, you know, see um all the bad guys are walking up the cliff and the copper he picks up the copper and he's like whatever and then Chung finally like, hugs him he's like you live with me now it's like hang on what about your mum and dad like <laughs> you're not gonna ask him he just says like you live with me and it's just like yeah <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's a fucking like a, a lawyer or fucking like a, a showbiz fucking like uh oh Chunk, yeah he's, he's like a Hollywood lawyer now he's like just like show business he's, oh, he's like, not he, he's, 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 he's de- the one who plays Data's lawyer Herman McCretley because mm. I know he said uh, when he because obviously he, he obviously was part of that Oscar winning uh, everything ever all at once uh, film so recently he's, he's probably the one to do like the he, most other than the guy who's fucking plays Thanos and stuff he was actually talking about the fact that um, he's like he, he, he's like his best friend was also his lawyer <laughs> they the, the all like still talk to each other and stuff like that. So he, he's he's starting to do stuff now more because obviously he's make, making a comeback now. Obviously the one who played the younger the young bro, the, the two brothers obviously Josh Brolin he's just it's Josh Brolin he's in fucking loads and obviously yeah, Sh- Sean Astin he's in quite a bit as well because he's in Lord of the Rings. Obviously the only one that obviously went away was the one who plays Mouth because obviously everything happened he's kind of got music and that and he whatever. So oh, uh, Corey Feldman. Yeah, obviously the last thing I'm pretty sure he put out was the documentary about Hollywood and stuff, wasn't it? Possibly. So, I don't think he's done anything after that. I think that was probably the only thing that he's done. But obviously after everything happened to him, I'm not surprised. So. Allegedly, I don't know if anything actually came out of it. But... I don't know. The only thing I've really known from is obviously that film, Lost Boys and Front the 13th. Uh, I was going to say to you, I was going to say... Oh, uh... Obviously, going back to Spider Verse, uh, the Spider Man franchise has become only the third franchise to make over ten billion at the box office. Yes. Can you have a guess what the other two franchises are? Avengers. No. More bigger because that, that's technically its own franchise. Like they they count they count as event Avengers four movies as its own franchise. Think of bigger. What's that a part of? Well, Marvel in general. The Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes, that is the, obviously the highest grossing uh, franchise out there. But what's this? What's the, what's the second one? Avatar. <laughs> I don't think uh, Avatar, biggest how, franchise. How's Avatar made ten billion out of two movies? <laughs> <laughs> crazy. It fucking did. Fuck me. It won't. It won't be DC. I don't think DC no. have that big. It's not a superhero franchise. It's think of something that's old that's been around for fucking years, like older than us, and it keeps getting revived every so often with more stories added to the universe. And it's only films. Uh, no films, TV. They've got TV shows as well. Not Star Trek. You're close. <laughs> Star Wars. Bingo. Star Wars. Yep. Yeah, uh, it literally joins those two franchises as the uh, the. For, obviously, it's the third now highest grossing franchise of all time after. Uh, obviously, this doesn't just include films that are titled Spider Man. I might, I might add so if I get it back up. Um, do, do, do. Recep- reception. Story fucking somewhere. Where did I see it? Um, 
Oh, look, she's locked it the other day. Ten Fires Crossing. Ah, here we go. Uh, third film franchise. It's reached 10 billion. So, okay, so... Obviously, Marvel... It's MCU, of course, it's going to make 10 billion. It's made fucking... Total worldwide gross, almost 30 million. And they've still got another film to make this year. So that's going to fucking probably go over 30, 30 uh, billion this year. Uh, obviously, you say Star Wars is the other saga that's made over 10 million. That has made... Uh, ten billion three hundred twenty-four thousand five hundred four dollars and seven seven point four. Basically, it's made just over ten billion. It's not like a massive, massive over ten billion, but it's just over ten billion. But most of that is literally come from the new trilogy. Mm-hmm. The obviously the sequel trilogy, which has made like almost nine billion on its own. Yeah. The prequel trilogy made just over uh, made two and a half billion. The original trilogy made just under two billion, and their anthology movies have made just un- under one and a half billion. So anthology, I mean Rogue One, Solo, and uh, Clone Wars. Obviously, Clone Wars and Solo being the lowest grossing of all, of all the fucking Star Wars movies. Uh, and Rogue One, apart from obviously the sequel trilogy and the Phantom Menace, is the only other movie that's made over a billion. Uh, you know. But yeah, obviously Spider-Man has made just about fifty-five million over the ten billion mark. Uh, the cinema, the MCU part of it has made just under four billion. Mm. The Sam Raimi series made two and a half billion. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man series made just under one and a half billion, and then Spider-Verse has made six hundred and twelve million. That's obviously for this from two films. Yeah, uh, and then obviously the Sony Spider-Man universe, which includes Venom, Venom like that be Carnage, and Morbius has made uh, just over one and a half billion. So that's what I mean by like Spider-Man. It's like the spin-offs as well. So the only ever seen how much uh, Sony paid for the rights of Spider-Man back in the day. How much? Seven million. They paid seven million. I bet that paid off very fucking well. well. Exactly. Holy so shit. The only other, the only franchise that on here that's anywhere near. A ten billion mark is fucking the wisdom world, mm. which is literally like four hundred million off something like that. Uh, they're literally the next sort of ones that anywhere at high is James Bond, but even that's only like less than eight billion. So that's still fucking quite a bit off. But yeah, Avengers is literally its own franchise. Avengers is literally its own franchise that uh, is the sixth highest grossing franchise. So it's. Uh, my camera's literally frozen. Your camera's froze. Yeah. In like, the worst, in the worst like position. <laughs> Hold on, let's see if I can try to fix this. Ding. There we go. Yay. I don't know why it did that. It just decided to freeze itself. I was, I was there like reading. I was there getting really into reading my phone, like reading like uh, stats, and I look up. I was like, why am I just like? <laughs> it's funny because you looked up as it froze. That's what I mean. I glanced up and I was like. But yeah, um, obviously that's it. literally from four films alone, uh, it's at almost eight billion. That's just from four movies. Insane. It's fucking insane. Like that's ridiculous. That is, it's fucking. I'll, I'll, I'll be happy with a hundred there. <laughs> I know, tell you barely. But yeah, I saw I saw that stat the other day. And I was like, that's pretty good because I say fucking at the box office, it's literally just cracked the top ten this year. Spider Verse. Obviously, it's still got uh, some time to rake in a bit more cash because uh, it's made 
221.8 million dollars at the box office which if it keeps up this rate and uh doubles that it'd basically get more than what the first one did the first one only made like 300 and something uh oh no it's, it's gone up on it 236 828 236 million according to the actual top 10 stat which is pretty damn good to be fair i mean it's not surprising as i say when i went to watch it uh last friday it was like pretty much sold out like it was random. So you said that it's cinema's full. Yeah. I'm guessing there's probably the showing beforehand had a few people in as well. So it's not surprising that it's gonna get that much money. Say, yeah. That and the first well, one. I, was, was so I, I said to you the first one was my favourite Spider Man film. Still. So could you said this one's your favourite now, so I'd probably enjoy it a lot. So I do need to watch it at some point. So it's definitely good. I mean, we've, we've finally got tickets to go watch that fucking Boogeyman horror film. I finally actually give a decent oh, timing. Yes, you got a decent time. Yeah, they're, fucking, they're still only doing like two showings a day, and there's only one showing that there's one basically day that they've got no showings at all, and there's one day they've got one showing. But yeah, obviously, people I don't know. Obviously, I was telling, I was speaking to him like last week on about the fact that the, that new horror film by Stephen King, The Boogeyman, which has got just above average reviews, but you know, it looks alright. I'll give it a watch. I want to watch. I like watching new shit. Um, I don't know about Tim the fact that the cinema we go to literally has only been putting out one show, two showings a day from release I'm guessing because of obviously Spider-Verse being out and a couple of other things still like Little Mermaid they're taking up all the slots um, as I do they're only literally in two showings and the first few days the first showing is after 8pm at night which is no good good for me because obviously A. Hayden goes to sleep at usually quite early because of work and B. obviously Loser I'll go, I'll, <laughs> we've got to worry about going to work Slash getting back from the cinema to then get to, to work. Get to work. Uh, so obviously it's a case of I can never do it. And obviously the first, the only day when they started putting a reasonable showing was Monday uh, this week, where it's like just after six o'clock, which was the most reasonable showing. And again, I was like, I can't be able to be asked to be going down to Warsaw at that time of night. Um, oh. It's bad enough going down there fucking in the daytime, let alone fucking in the evening. <laughs> um, so yeah, and obviously the, the first proper good showing day really was wednesday this week so obviously for us today really and that was like half past two but it's just a case of i can't be asked to go today to fuck up my sleep pattern because i got fucking transformers tomorrow so that's gonna fuck my sleep pattern up so it'd be like back to back i don't mind say like how i've done it now because there's a there's a it's a day that i'm not at work and then obviously the day i'm actually going to watch another film is when i'm at work but i'll get back to that in a minute but obviously Wednesday and Thursday, they're two early showings, like half past two and like half past one. And I'm like, they're decent showings, but again, can't really attend because of Transformers. I've already got that booked. I, already, I want to watch that more than this Bugman film. Bugman's just mm. one that, I, I mean, with this cinema pass, it's just like, fuck it, I've got the pass, I'll go and watch it. But there, I want to well. watch Transformers over this because I like the trailers for that film. And I've watched all the Transformers movies and I've seen two, five. Uh, Bumblebee. I've seen three of the movies in cinema. I didn't watch one, three, or four. I saw two, five, and Bumblebee. So I want to watch this on the big screen. And um, I watched Transformers one in cinema. Did I? When did it come out? Two thousand seven. Yeah, two thousand seven. I watched it. I watched it with my granddad. So I remember my cousin, my cousin. Um, because we kept doing the Hey, mummy. Oh. <laughs> He's dead in real life, isn't he? Uh, which one? The guy who fucking... There's the car salesman. 
The car salesman, he sells in Bumblebee. I know, I know you had about yeah, but I can't think of his. I think he, I think so. Yeah, he's dead in real life. The, the bit that I always remember is that um, when in the house and the police raid the house, never no. No, the, the guy at the start, the one who sells in Bumblebee. Oh, I can't. I, if I've watched it again, I'm like, yeah, but I mean, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, obviously, I think I think the earliest showing they're doing overall is like half past twelve, like lunchtime. I think I want to say it's Friday. It's Friday coming up. I think it is. Oh, I could I be wrong. Uh, but yeah, so the that's the earliest they're going. Again, I'm just like, I'm going. I'm fucking my sleep pattern up by going to the Transformers at fucking like one ten in the afternoon. I'm actually getting a couple of hours skipping and going out. I'm not fucking my, my sleeping pattern multiple days in a row. Unless it's something I want to go watch. I was, I was scrolling through because they put as far as like next like Tuesday or Wednesday. Like I was looking through and there's like one day there's no showings at all. One day there's one showing at like, nine o'clock at night. And against the case that these are getting really late. And then I noticed Monday, half past two in the afternoon. I was like, I haven't got work till the Monday night. I'm not at work. I'm literally, going, I can wake up at fucking like nine o'clock in the morning. Get do whatever I need to do. Then go out and watch it. And then the only day I need to fuck up my sleep patterns for the flash on Wednesday. So I was like, I'll take it. I'll fucking take a half past two in the afternoon on fucking Monday. I'm like, fuck that. I'll have that. That's the fucking... The only time I've been able to get to go and watch it. It's been out since last Friday. So it's almost two weeks before I've been able to go and watch... Get a show in to watch. Yeah, to go and actually see it. It's ridiculous. The fact they're only putting like two shows in. I'm guessing it's because that... A, they don't think it's probably going to sell that much. Especially with Little Mermaid and Spider-Verse both being out. Uh, and, and plus with the fact that They've also got to make room for Transformers that's coming out. They've got to make room for The Flash that's coming out. They've got to make room for Indiana Jones, which they've put the tickets on sale now. For Indiana Jones, I've got my tickets booked. Uh, fucking oh, yeah. two, o- I think it's like 2 o'clock or 2.30 on the 28th, which is payday, thankfully. Um, so they've put, the, they put the tickets up for sale for that. Early showing they're doing for that. It's like 9.45 in the morning. Oh. That's early. I'm guessing they're expecting it to be a big fucking seller. Um... Yes, they're going to make room for that. They're going to make room for Mission Impossible. They're going to make room for fucking Barbie and Oppenheimer. There's like, I make, there's a lot, this fucking year for some of Blockbusters, I think we said it in another video before, like a few weeks ago, is just ridiculous. It's like every fucking other week. Literally, not next week, the week after, it's the only week I can have my feet up about when we're at the cinema. Like, literally, there's nothing out for the week between Flash and Indiana Jones. There's, nothing out it's the only week where there's no movies in cinema like new movies and i was like thank god i'd have to keep going and then fucking well, july comes and there's fucking one every fucking week again i've got a question for you go sir if you if you if you didn't have your cinema pass what movies would you go and which ones would you skip oh are we starting from the start basically from now yeah, so like, so, let's ignore, say... Ignore the last few months, start from now, basically. Yeah, like, now from now on. Would you uh, skip Barbie or would you go? <laughs> she would murder me if I skipped it, but... I want to watch Oppenheimer secretly. Just saying. I mean, it's Christopher Nolan. I need to watch that movie. Literally, the only Nolan movie since... Uh... Dark Knight Rises that I've skipped was Tenant, but that was because of COVID. Um, I saw fucking Dark Knight Rises. I saw Interstellar. Um, is that all known as put out? Did Dark Knight Rises, Interstellar, and then he did Tenant, didn't he? Oh, I'm just making sure. I was doing a double check. Like, that. I swear he's 
he only just film every other year. It's kind of like James Cameron, but not James Cameron, because James Cameron only just <laughs> wanted to be fucking like 10 years. Uh, Christopher Nolan. So he did... Director. So he direct. Ah, okay, so yeah. So ever since Dark Knight Rises, I've literally watched all his movies in cinema apart from Tenet. So I did Dark Knight Rises did it in 2012. I did Interstellar in 2014. I uh, did Dunkirk in 2017. Mm. So the only one I haven't done since Dark Knight Rises was Tenet, but that was because of COVID. I would have probably gone to watch it if it wasn't for COVID. Um, but yeah, I can't. I'm just like I kind of need to watch this one like i'm a big nolan fan but like, he always makes these like, visually satisfying movies uh with like r- really decent like stories and like full of like really good actors and it's like though barbie looks really fun cause, and, uh, did you see the recent trailer drop through it actually shows you a bit more of them going to the real world and basically trying uh, to... no, but... I, I think the last trailer i saw was on released like a few months back they dropped one the other week where they're basically going to the real world and Will Ferrell's basically the business owner for the company that's trying to basically get her back. And they basically get arrested and stuff like that. Because, like, people like keep eyeing her up and she keeps, like, she ends up fucking, I think she ends up knocking someone out in the trailer. And, like, Ryan Gosling goes, like, to a, a hospital and is like, is the doctor here? And this woman's like, yeah, I'm a doctor. Because, no, I'm, come on, come with the doctor. But she's like, no, I'm a doctor. And he's like, no, I'm a doctor too. And she's like, no, you're not. And he's like, here I am. And he starts walking away. And he's like, go, go fetch me, like, this nurse and he's like being really obviously sexist but obviously that's because of where he's from that's how it's built obviously mm-hmm. the barbies are more nurses than doctors so obviously it's the case of that's what he's used to but yeah it, it looks it looks fun it just like a fun movie but i think i'd rather go watch Oppenheimer just because it being oh Nolan yeah movie. uh that and i look uh, if I wasn't going weekly and I was just like out of the blue popped in for a Barbie, I feel like it would look weird on my behalf. But yeah, so if I skip... So... Would I and skip... you only go for Margot Robbie. I think Robert, I'd so. see Transformers. I think I'd <laughs> see that because I've seen the last couple. Yeah, same. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I definitely think I'd see Transformers. Mm. I feel like it still would go to watch The Flash. I feel like the three films that are coming out in the next like few weeks, I think I'd probably watch all. It cost me a fucking lot, but I think I'd go watch all. Go and get them all in. Um, next month, it'd literally just be the case of probably Mission Impossible and Oppenheimer. I'd probably skip most of the rest of the month. There's a few films coming out that I'm like, with the past, I'd probably go and watch like the new Insidious movie because it's the last one. Um, and it's bringing back the original cast, so I'd probably watch that with the past, but without the past, I probably wouldn't be bothered. Um... Mm-hmm. There's that fucking that one that's basically like DreamWorks' attempt to basically take a piece of Little Mermaid. I'd probably go no, that past, but I, I wouldn't probably watch it normally. Um, but yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably watch most of the films, the three films that are still coming out this month. I'd probably definitely watch them, and then next month it'd probably just be those two. August, I'd definitely go watch Blue Beetle because that looks really good. The Meg Two, I watched the first one, so I'd definitely have to watch that, and. I possibly would do Ten Million Turtles because I've done the last two, so I'd probably do the three that month. But I'd skip all the rest. So I'd skip Gran Turismo. I'd skip um, the Haunted Mansion. I'd skip something else coming out that month. I can't remember. But I'd probably skip all the other ones. But with this pass, obviously, I can go and watch more. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, September there's fuck already coming out. 
There's only two films I know to coming out. So there's three. I think there's three films I know to coming out in September. Expendables four, which Aaron stars Megan Fox. Of all the action Megan. stars to get, Whoa. Megan Fox. <laughs> they literally dropped the trailer for early, and she's fighting Jason Statham. And it's they did it in a really like sexual way, like it's sort of Mr. and Mrs. Smith style like sexual fighting. Uh, it, it's it's. It's got like Fifty Cent in and like some other people as well. The biggest action stars of all. I love that franchise started off as like the old school eighties like, action stars, and now it's just the case of get fucking anyone. Yeah, anyone you can get. Um, but yeah, that's it. Equalizer Frizo and uh, the new fucking murder, murder on the Orient Express sequel, which is like a haunting in Venice or something stupid like that. I think to be fair, out of all them. Between like fucking Expendables and fucking uh, Equalizer Free, so the big action films. I'd be between them two if I go and watch one. But if they're both spread out across the month, then I'll just go one and then one the other time. But obviously, the ones when it's like this match, like bunched together, like unless it's not, I've seen the trailer, I'm like, I need to see that. Yeah, Uh, you will. Then I would like, I'd pay pay to watch it. But obviously, if it wasn't, if it was like, it looks alright, but like, for example, Shazam, when that came out, I was like, it looks alright, but. With everything happening with the DC being reset because of Flash, I wasn't that fussed to watch it straight off the bat. But when I had the cinema pass, it was the case of screw it. Yeah, I'm not as well. There's a fucking random ass showing on a Tuesday. Yeah, oh, I can tell my mom it's five quid for her. So you know what I mean. That's that's the good yeah. thing about the pass. The pass is so worth it. If 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 you're a big cinema fan and you obviously go constantly, and you don't have a cinema pass. Get a cinema pass for like I was I think for my one it's like fifteen ninety nine a month. Um, Didn't I tell you to get a cinema pass? Wasn't like, why don't you just get a pass? Everyone the for the you past, had to pass. Everyone for the past like fucking how many years have always brought up? Why didn't you get this? And I've always been the case of I just can't be asked to fucking deal with trying to like apply for it or anything. And then I was just sat there like like multiple times being like, why should I just fucking do this? Like I'm spending that much time in the cinema, and there's that many films come out recently that I was unable to watch because I could. I was like, I'll oh, skip that, I'll skip that, I'll skip that, because I'm obviously paying for it. But it was just a case of, I could have watched them with this pass, and it's just a case of, fuck it, I might as well pay for the pass. And say, so it's fi- I pay fifteen ninety nine a month. I, I think I pay five pen towards Hayden, so she has to pay like, uh, like ten quid. I think I'm, actually, I think I pay five ninety nine, yeah, towards her, so she only pays ten quid. So realistically, for me, it's cost me about twenty quid a month, which realistically is how much it's costing me for one cinema uh, sitting with two people. Yeah. So think of that over the course of a month, as I said in the video before, it mounts up. All I'll let you have to worry about now is just getting there. So what, three pound each time for a day saver, bish bash bosh, covered. May get some food yeah, here and there, not every time, but again, by the end of the month, doing all this, if you compare it to doing all this without the pass, like that is a ridiculous Hello. amount of sum, and this is a decent, reasonable amount of money. So yeah, if you haven't got one, I hundred percent recommend getting one if you're a big cinema fan. Um, can't think of anything else. You think of anything else? Uh, the only thing I've got left is obviously the what I told you earlier about the gameplay reveal being on Thursday. Oh, the fucking game World War Combat. So that should be interesting. Hopefully, they, hopefully they drop the release date for fucking Spider Man because I know the people that are starring in the game are at the fest. So hopefully they they They'll probably drop it. It's a bit, a bit, weird, a bit weird. They're dropping it. At, I'm surprised they didn't drop it at the end of the last trailer. Not just like if they do drop it now, it'd be a bit funny that they didn't drop it at the end of the gameplay reveal. Unless they're going to drop an actual proper trailer rather than gameplay. It might be the sense that yeah. they might be waiting for an actual trailer. Because obviously the last one that you looked through and 
when I was talking to you. It was more just gameplay. So maybe the rating for the actual cinematic trailer to drop the date at the end of it. Did that trailer come out before uh, the new Spider-Man film came out? Yes, the gameplay. Maybe that's, maybe that's what I was waiting for. Because it, now it's more hype behind it because more people watch the film. People are like, oh, Miles Morales in this new Spider-Man. So let's watch the trailer for that. Maybe. Maybe they held off to get the hype on it. I mean, technically speaking, the Spider-Man game, obviously the game version of Spider-Man is in the Spider-Verse. He's in the trailer, and he actually has a speaking part in the new movie. Like a very small, like a brief, like little joke sort of thing. Like, like that's like, like, like a couple of lines, but it's still like, oh, cool. In like there. if you played the game, you're like, oh, yeah. Like, it made a fucking reference. Oh, yeah. Like, 100%. You could sit there for fucking days picking out all the fucking little references. I do love little films like that where it's like, it's technically backgrounds, like it's not massive, it's just background Easter eggs, but you can spend so long picking through. Like Cabin in the Woods, the amount of fucking Easter eggs you can get from that, like references, like Left 4 Dead, uh, Hellraiser, um, Evil Dead, the list does go on. Like you can get so many fucking references, like little Easter eggs from like background stuff in that, like in one sequence, like literally. The, spy- the actual uh, command center for Spider-Verse, where all the Spider-Men are at, literally mm-hmm. reminds me of the uh, do- uh, the cube sequence in Cabin in the Woods, where it zooms out and you see all these different cubes coming together with all different monsters in. It reminds me of that, but obviously more PG. Um, but the funny, funny thing is Spider-Verse is like a, he's a PG, which is what's going to help give, give some more money. Whereas the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which obviously is the same sort of animation style, obviously the same sort of go- look at, like, okay, let's make that, but with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, it's a 12A. It's not a PG. It's like your Marvel rating. Like your, your average live-action Marvel film rating, which is, I'm guessing maybe it's because it's, I don't know. I don't actually know what. No, but. Maybe it's a bit more violent because they're using weapons. A bit more edgy. Yeah, probably, that's probably mainly what it is because weapons. But then again, like normal Tools, turtles is like use weapons, and that's not. I don't. know. Oh, I don't know. I just Maybe thought, they're gonna go a bit more edgy with it. When I saw that it, when it popped up, uh, um, uh, obviously the cinema websites. When I was like, to you, I was like, oh, it's coming out on Monday. We can go watch that if you want." Uh, it, it just says twelve A. I was like, "A? This was a, a? P- a? This was a PG. This uh, is twelve A. Twelve A." <laughs> Hopefully, it's obviously, it's edgy, that's why, which would be pretty interesting. Hopefully, it has the sort of edgy tone of the live-action ones, because I did like the edgy tone of that, but obviously, it's got the more kid-friendly side of it, because it's the animated side. Apparently, they might be they might be carrying it on for a TV show afterwards, like a spin-off set in the like, same universe. I do and like the art style, man. Apparently, I don't know how, I don't know, like, full details that I read it, like, they're going to apparently carry on with, like, a TV adaption set at some point around this universe. Which is a good way to keep it going for them when they eventually drop a second what movie maybe. Uh it keeps it going enough to get the hype ready for that movie. Yeah. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see. We shall see. Uh can you think of anything else or we're about covered? Uh I'm trying to think if there's anything that I've seen or heard, but I don't think there is. Oh, oh Xbox Xbox showcase is Sunday, which is like it's the Sunday. Starfield main event and obviously the little whatever they got lined up is like Rumored to be Fable, but I don't, I don't know how true that's going to be. But that's not the big rumor at the minute. That's that's the one that's because everything else has kind of been announced. What's going to be there? But 
Babel's or what everyone thinks is going to be like, a surprise appearance, which will, if it is, it'll be pretty good because I'm pretty sure it's developed by the same people who make Forza now. Is it Playground Games, whatever? So, hopefully, if it is fucking there, it, it does actually look good because I love Fable. So, but Xbox needs something to pull them back, man. Cause I know. Lately, they've been on such a fucking damn spiral. Like, the only good thing about Xbox at the minute is literally just Game Pass. Like, without that, fucking it'd be useless. Yeah, it'd be useless because PlayStation's constantly throwing it exclusives here and there. It's just like, yeah, they might come out and flop, but at least they're putting exclusives out. Obviously, the fucking Xbox. Put an exclusive out every now and again, and they flop harder than the PlayStation ones that are recent times. It's like obviously Starfield needs to just come out and fucking be so good, man. Yeah, I think if it comes like, out and it is negatively responded, then that's just a waste of everyone's time. It's like the the only thing I've read from it the other day. I don't know if you ever watched the original gameplay. The put out, the no. put like a so much gameplay is like and people say, oh, it looks really like slow paced kind of thing. Doesn't look very like action. And uh, I'm pretty sure they got some of the developers from like ID Studio, so like Doom, whatever, to come and work on some of the combat in it. So that might make it a bit fucking faster, hopefully. Obviously not as fast as I don't think it needs to be Doom fast. Nah. But it needs to be a bit more, a bit more sped up because it's just obviously like this guy walking around, it's this like space camp thing shooting people. It's like, oh man, it needs a bit more behind it. Oomph. But no, hopefully it's fucking. It, good man because obviously that was probably the, one of the main reasons i even bought my xbox and then it got delayed for fucking oh, ages talking about uh xbox uh, i think that you find you'll find it in july if we accept the activision thing yeah i keep hearing stuff about obviously the sun blew out of proportion was like the uk might not get called duty again i saw a different article basically using the same sort of lingo of call of duty may get banned in the uk and i was like Clear clickbait, but okay, I'll have a little read. And it, uh, that's where I read it. Apparently, it's like July time now. We'll find out if it's like a good actual go ahead or not. I mean, they can ban Call of Duty. It's fucking been dog shit. I keep buying them every fucking year. No fucking crap. And I, I need to stop buying it. I need to actually get it in my head that they're not going to be good because they're so bad, man. This last one was like, it's decent at first. And they've just added so much crap into it, man. The stories are usually the okay part of it. My play usually starts off good, but usually when they add too much, that's when it starts going. Um, no, I just, I really hope it's good, and I hope there's not just Starfield that looks amazing. I hope some other stuff looks really good as well. Like, I, I know the new Forza's being obviously shown there, the more like, um, not the Horizon track, series, like track series. I reckon it's going to be like 120 on gig again. <laughs> It wouldn't surprise me, but it's like I say, it's not the open world version. It's the you oh, know so like that's the a, that's a serious good... version, like the track version. So that's that's that hope of that it might be a, a smaller game because 120 odd gig gets the point of you know what, fuck this, I'm uninstalling this game because it made itself. I mean, fucking the size of games these days. I said to you, fucking Watch Dogs Legion. When I first played that, I swear to God, it wasn't that. I swear to God, it was only like 40 gig, and yeah. literally I've installed it. And it's like 100 fucking like 10 gig. And uh, there's a whole zombie mode on it now. I'm just like, I don't remember being a zombie mode on there before. Like, I'm just like, what the fuck? Why is it so big? Like, she, Hayden literally just finished installing it this morning. And I was just like, we only yeah. brought it so we could play the co-op together. Because we're like, fuck it. It's, it's like, I think I've got like, it's like six quid. She got for like seven quid. And I was like, it's fucking dirt cheap. Fuck yeah, it. we'll, cheap, man. we'll pick it up and play some multiplayer on it. And as I say, it's fucking, it took hours just to install. Like, it, it was just like so fucking ridiculous. She's had to do oh, yeah. it day by day. She hasn't been able to do it like in a full sitting. <laughs> so, because obviously, uh, 
<laughs> she's doing all this stuff and obviously it just drains you know yourself when you're fucking yeah. downloading games it just drains everything internet wise so she has to do it in like about three sittings like she did the first one for like 20 percent, then she got the next one to like 70 percent, and then she finished it this morning with the last fucking like 30 percent <laughs> did you see um you know is it wd black who made like the ssds and stuff Mm, I think yes, it's to be deep, like, the, the the med one for the PlayStation Five. The work with Sony to make it. It's four terabyte, right? Guess how much it costs? Ridiculous amount, I'm guessing. It costs the same price as the PlayStation Five. Oh, okay. I, so was, I like, was gonna what, expect five hundred quid. I was gonna expect a lot more for some reason. I mean, like, my it's mind... so stupid. What would you pay? But <laughs> my mindset was going higher. It's so stupid. Look, look, who needs four terabytes, man? Me. For one, for four, what for? You, you probably could get a, like a two terabyte one. You can actually just slot it straight into your PlayStation. Everything I, I use too much space. So if I, I'm, I'm, I have to, I, I uninstalled Death Stranding again just so I could reinstall Spider Man to replay that first game. Yeah, but what size? What have you got in there at the minute? It's the base one. Yeah, exactly. So you can get I, one I terabyte. Ex- I haven't brought an external, uh, ex- external ones yet. But I mean, fucking the size of games these days are fucking ridiculous. I mean, I clicked on the God of War Ragnarok fucking page on fucking uh, PlayStation. And it's, that's over 100 gig just for that install. I, yeah. I swear it said 160, I swear it said. On PlayStation 4, it's like 110. But it's fucking more than that on PS5. <laughs> fucking games these days are so fucking big. They're, they're too big. Too big for my consoles. So I have to keep uninstalling shit. I think the best thing about it is it's always Western developers make games that like have such a huge download size. And you got stuff like obviously Elden Ring, which wasn't like a massive download size, but the world's fucking huge. It's like what the hell? It's always like you got like the Eastern developers who can manage to like compress the files into like almost nothing and it's still fine. And then you got the Western developers like they can download 150. So I, know, like, I mean look at so Red Dead fuck? and uh, GTA and stuff like that, they're just ridiculous oh, sized. Man. Oh. Yeah, I could argue about I could argue about this all day the game sizes, but we're we're not gonna. I think I think that's I think that's enough. Um, yes, uh, we uh, you can check out the podcast over on Spotify, Apple Podcast, etc. 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 Or if you're watching us on YouTube, you know you can like and subscribe and check out us on our live streams each Sunday. Obviously, if there's not a live stream on a Sunday, I will let you know before the Sunday, unless it's a last minute thing. Then I'll just. <laughs> post it last minute be like Connor's ill he can't do it it's usually I Connor's should, I, I'm getting I'm getting slightly better so we need to figure out what we're playing this week actually Worms man Worms we're gonna play Worms again hell yeah I love that game I'll try and fucking uh, make up a fucking that's uh, a crazy rule rule set yeah so obviously you can check us out on Sundays and you can also check out our previous podcasts that we've been doing uh, been doing for the past like almost two years well, I mean, you took a year off, but still. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, if you have, uh, if you can think of anything for us to discuss, obviously, put it in the comments below, and we'll try and discuss that next time. Or the time after, if we've got something planned already, which we don't usually. Oh, I dropped everything on my foot. Um, <laughs> Shit, <laughs> <laughs> I knocked my fucking DVD case over, and it fucking knocked them all on my foot. It's uh, what you get for going for the Supernatural box set again. Uh, but yeah, so obviously... We'll get to that at some point. We'll get to, if you give us a suggestion, we'll look into talking about that. Or at least like a small section of the video we'll talk about if we already mm-hmm. got a topic in place. Um, so yeah, uh, we hope you enjoyed. And 
this has been the Chapter K podcast, so we shall hopefully see you next time. That's that's a much better salute this time than last time. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Bye.